What's up, everybody, and welcome to Beer People. I'm Matt Prince. And I'm Chris Horn. And we're, and we're Beer, Beer People. People. Welcome to season one finale, everybody. Yeah, hey, we we are here at the end, but also kind of a beginning, Chris. Wow, so philosophical, Matt. It's it's morning time when we're recording this. I wasn't ready for that. I know. Well, you know what? I have two kids now. I'm, I'm a deeper thinker. The world has changed. And, uh, you know, life is different. So, yeah. I'm, well, we, we got to shout you out for that. Between uh, the last time we recorded anything and now, you had a second child. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. So that means that I have had very little sleep and have not drank a lot of beer lately. That's pretty much what it means. No, I'm just joking. Uh, being a father <laughs> times two is amazing. Um, I now have a dog. Daughter, so I'm a girl dad. I guess I can use the hashtag now. So that's pretty cool. Um, but it, it's been pretty great so far. Baby's healthy. My wife is healthy. So everyone's good. And my son is taking to my uh, daughter really well. So everything is fantastic. That is awesome. I think listeners might remember a couple episodes ago when Caleb made a brief appearance at the end of the episode. And now Tessa can make an appearance at some point too. Yeah, you know what? She's already told me that she is really uh, eager to get on, so we've got to make that happen sooner <laughs> rather than later. Did she? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> really advanced. Yeah, she's very advanced. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a proud papa, you know. <laughs> well, Matt, there's so much to celebrate. Uh, most of all, you having a second child. Let's put things in context. Yes. That's, that's definitely more important than um, a podcast. But yes. there's also some stuff that I know I've been feeling great about. We've talked about it offline. Wanted to get onto a recording and tell the listeners, like, we're feeling great about this. And we hope they're enjoying things, too. Yeah, you know, um, this I think we serve a very unique purpose, this podcast. And I think that we're saying some things and having some conversations that you're normally not used to with a beer podcast. And the feedback has been great because, you know, the most important thing for us is that people are listening and enjoying as much as we like recording. You know, it's for the listeners. So I'm glad that we've gotten some really great feedback. And I look forward to continue creating content for all of our listeners and our would be listeners in the future. Yeah, totally. And thank you. Shout out to those who have reached out to us with comments, feedback, ideas, skincare routines, all the above. Um, a couple like trends that folks have reached out to us about that we want to continue in next season are to keep talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, many people have reached out and mentioned that, but in particular, folks who follow us on Instagram at Beer People Podcast will remember that uh, we ran into Brianne Allen from Notch Brewing, who is an idol of both of ours for her work in illuminating things that have been uh, wrong in the beer industry for decades. Um, and she not only said that she has listened to this podcast, but encouraged us to keep having conversations and using these literal microphones as a platform to continue highlighting those things. And I, I hope we're striking the right balance too, because this is also, this is about beer and people. And we're going to keep talking about styles and informing folks, dropping some facts about for those who don't know about certain styles and what goes into making the beer, but we're also going to keep talking about the people. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. And, you know, there are so many people doing great work out in the beer industry right now, um, many of whom we talked to in season one, um, one of which... Uh, Andrew Witchie, the um, owner and head brewer at Dancing Gnome, 
uh, recently reached out to me uh, to let me know that since his recording, he actually has developed a code of conduct uh, that is just about finished and will be making its debut on their website shortly. Um, I just think that's really amazing. You know, after talking to him, seeing him going off to do that heavy lifting, getting that very important content ready for his website. So not only do his employees understand it, but so do the, the patrons, the people coming into the space. And I think it's really important when you set the tone with that code of conduct. Heck yeah, absolutely. And then shout outs also to friends of the pod, Mike in Colorado, who sent us skincare product recommendations saying that anything from Oars and Alps is really awesome. Uh, he uses their face and eye cream uh, and anti-everything pads. And then for a toner, he uses Wamisa's naturally fermented toner. And then for beard care, any products by the Mod Cabin. Um, and then friend of the pod, Jerry in Illinois, uh, also reached out with some great feedback about um, the intro and outro music and um, some details of like, you know, enjoying when we describe or brewers describe the setting that they're in because it helps to bring to life uh, some of the things there. Also a shout out to a friend of the podcast, Nick, previously of the Poconos, now back down here in Philly. Uh, Nick has reached out to share his excitement over the podcast. He's been listening to every episode and he is really eager for more content. So Nick, just to let you know, more content is coming and we could not be more excited about season two, about some of the guests that we are working on lining up for you guys. It is going to be awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. I am excited about season two. It's going to be great. And some of this is so selfish, right? Like this is fun for us to record. Uh, oh yeah. And I'm excited to keep talking about having these conversations with more and more people. Uh, so a preview of things that you can expect. Um, well, a, a great lineup of guests for season two, two is that our website is going to get some extra love. We're going to be posting Melissa, um, Walters resources, um, for other brewers who want to get involved in social change. Uh, I'm also working on a brewery lover's guide to Philadelphia. I have now visited every brewery in the city. Um, so I'm putting together like the recommended weekend planned if, plan if you wanted to hit the best of the best. And yeah, man, it's going to be a great, great season. Uh, before we sign off, one topical thing, Matt, catch us up, catch me up, because I actually don't know many of the details of what's going on with St. Boniface. Boniface, St. Boniface uh, in Ephrata, which is out in central uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, recently they are, I guess, coming up because the event has not happened yet. Um, they were scheduled to host um, a group called the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society um, at their um, Tide House in Lidditz location. So it's owned by the brewery. It's a restaurant, serves their beer. Um, this created quite a stir, um, on social media recently. And, um, I kind of want to fill you in on why. So this organization, the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society, um, this is their primary goal. This is, uh, I guess this is a quote from their website, um, exhortation by education, helping individuals break unbiblical thinking patterns. Our presentations are intended to show that a biblical view on various matters may be outside the comfortable status quo. At first listen, you might not see the um, 
problems here. Um, I mean, obviously, if you are not Christian, if you are not a God believer, um, you might, this might not jive with you, but also doing a little deeper digging, um, their head, the head of their organization has spoken out against the LGBTQI plus community, um, uh, comparing them to fornicators. um, And the organization, um, well, St. Boniface, uh, they stood by their decision to host this event, even when people started, you know, coming out on social media saying that this event should never happen. And they, they replied with, we are being asked to discriminate against his group by people groups who continually promote inclusion. Um, you know, there's a difference between promoting inclusion and promoting hatred and promoting bigotry. And, you know, we've made it clear on this podcast, but we'll make it clear and clear again. When you give a pedestal for hatred, you are promoting hatred. And whether or not you ever viewed that as part of your own set of morals for your organization, you've made it part of your organization's morals by hosting it. It reflects upon you. And uh, for me, I could not believe, uh, shame on you, St. Boniface, for ever agreeing to host this event. You should have thought about this and should have thought about how it would reflect upon you. And maybe it's time for that organization, St. Boniface, to, to think about their own morals and where how they want their, you know, what they want their organization, their brewery to say. It strikes me, I don't know the details, but it strikes me as like not very difficult to just be like, nah, we're not going to like rent our space to you. That does, that sounds really easy to say. Yeah, you know, it does. And that's the shame of it is that it would have been so easy and no one would have blinked if they would have said no. But they, it's, it's almost like they were working it out in their head where they're promoting, you know, inclusion by including everyone. But that's, that's against, that, that, that doesn't really jive with what, you know, inclusivity is all about. Inclusivity does not include hatred, does not include bigotry, you know? So, yes. I mean. yeah, 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 I think it's important to be able to have dialogues across viewpoints. And I think it's really important to like, listen to what other sides have to say and to keep learning from like different perspectives and not always listening with the intent to change someone's mind, but also just listening to listen. And then also somewhere in there, there's a line of like, I'm not particularly interested in like listening to someone whose views are hateful about something. And it feels pretty well established that like, it doesn't matter who you're attracted to. You should just be able to live life. Like that yeah. doesn't seem like a radical thing to me. Nope. So I'm not super interested in like engaging in a conversation with someone whose starting point is that like that isn't cool and isn't shouldn't be allowed. And also like in other like we should be open to dialogue in a lot of ways. And each person's comfort level might be different. Some they clearly are thinking like, well, we should engage with this and we should have this conversation. Uh, I don't think you need to. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's where they went wrong. They they yeah, I just think that they made a mistake. And the problem is they're like doubling down on it. And I encourage them to maybe think about the words that are coming out of their own mouths and maybe you know, kind of do some soul searching and how they want to be perceived and what is important to them. 
Well, Chris, if they want to do soul searching, they're going to have a bunch of, uh, it's a biblical theme discussion, right? So yeah. maybe it's perfect. Yeah, I guess so. Well, well, it sounds like they're going to lose some patrons, unfortunately, just from the comments I've read, but maybe this is a good moment for them to kind of think and have that moment and, you know, kind of re-engage with what they view as important. And um, we can only hope that they, like other breweries who have had moments like this, um, can take a moment to reflect and, you know, think about why the negativity is coming towards them and think about what, how they want to present themselves and what is important to them. And we encourage all breweries to have those moments with themselves in order to make this community a more inclusive, more, more accepting community as we move forward. And many breweries are already doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to hear your opinion, listeners. So like engage with us. We at the end of every episode, I do the like social media spiel thing. And honestly, when we started doing it, I didn't really know why it's just because other podcasts do it. But now what I'm seeing is that it's actually our only way of engaging with the listeners, uh, or it's one of the ways that we can. So reach out to us, like put put your comments out there. Um, at beer people podcast. It's also going to be the best way to stay up to date in between seasons. Um, as we post announcements and engage with folks. So at Beer People Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook uh, and beerpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. We really appreciate all of you. Keep spreading the word, share this with folks, and we are pumped to enjoy a season two with you coming soon. Cheers. Cheers.